0: Rise and shine your light and opulence. My solution seekers. It's your girl, the spiritual activist, coming to you with another theory, opinion, vent, story, solution, whatever. Um, I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about the past three days, what I've gone through and kind of wrapping up, trying to solidify, um, my solutions for, Weathering the storm and getting through tough times, getting through tough energies. It's going to go, it's going to be a very encompassing video. I don't know how long it's going to be because this is not a magic pill, but I've done a lot of, I feel like the groundwork or, you know, researching of my own through my own personal journey. And I feel like this is a very good start for a lot of solutions for, you know, getting through emotions and, um, tough moments and things like that on your journey, whether it be a spiritual journey, a, um, just a tough moment, um, or whatever, you know? So I, what I'm going to try to do is say, you know, one of the solutions and kind of reflect on how it may, like my, basically my reflection on it, it may be incorporating a personal experience or it just maybe, maybe my personal theory or a reflection on what I believe This means, you know what I'm saying? so I want to start it off with saying that you can repeat after me. No weapons formed against me shall or has ever prospered. And, you know, that's kind of the idea behind this as well. You know, to weather the storm, you getting through that storm to see the rainbow and the weapons are not there to destroy you. They're there for you to learn lessons and for you to realize that that's all it is. And the more and more you become conscious of that, the more and more you don't hold on to, uh, you know, past stories or fears of the future or uh, present moment experiences as you know, so big or so, uh, debilitating that you can't move past them because you realize, okay, this is not happening to me. This is happening for me. What can I learn out of the situation? How can I be conscious about it and learn from these triggers? Because, you know, triggers, they don't go away. But what happens is as you become more conscious, you're able to, um, have that ability, that knowledge that you have the ability to choose. There's choices. It's not black and white. There's always multiple choices you can choose. And no matter where you're at, matter if you, if you, if you, this time you did pop off, okay, that's where you were. How can you look back on and reflect on it and learn from it? Or maybe this time you chose to walk away, or maybe this time you chose to establish a boundary. And so these are just signs of growth and evolution. And so basically that's that's more of what it's all about It's about being aware and conscious like i always say you stay ready so you ain't got to get ready as long as you stay in a driver's seat you can conquer your mind you can conquer all of the densities that you're going through on your spiritual journey on your um journey of healing or whatever you want to you know call it so um my goals for this video is to help you self-regulate, This empowers you, you know, and to transcend getting past the difficult emotions and experiences of our human experiences, of our human experience. You know what I mean? Um, creating a safe space to ask for help, something that I feel like maybe we didn't get as children um, or feel safe asking for help or a safe space to just be, to feel um cultivating compassion amongst each other as we heal so that we're not internalizing this pressure to be good all the time be okay I'm good I'm good uh, I I I'll, I'll be alright I'm I'm okay you know it's okay to not be okay it's okay to feel um to destigmatize mental health issues and to destigmatize uh therapy meaning like taking away that guilt and that shame and in the fact of when you're, when you have these issues or when you're going through therapy, now something must be wrong to you or now you must be weak or now you must be lame or now you must be less than. Um, these things do not define. You. If anything, they should empower you and let you know that you're taking action and getting ahead of anything that could be holding you down and holding you back. You're moving forward and you're not staying stagnant. That's the destigmatize. That's the that's how I want to destigmatize it. Knowing that that's empowering. Knowing that your sensitivity, your ability to embrace your emotions, is a superpower. It's not a um a setback. And don't don't let you know, peer pressure or the media or your surroundings or your own internalized fear of judgment cripple you and debilitate you from being able to express yourself and be yourself in in any way you, you need to show up. So let's kind of get into it. I may be all over the place. So bear with me. I have a lot of notes. And so I just kind of want to touch on everything that I could think of. Um, The first one is create a strong foundation with God. And that's kind of self-explanatory, but this is my personal, um, opinion. And I just want people to know that in our community, we need to allow space for whatever path anyone chooses. So people may choose different forms of religion, uh, spiritual practices, modalities, um, you know, um, you know, Buddhism, yoga, Reiki, um, um, plant medicine. People may choose different channels, intuitive readings, um, metaphysical, uh, getting into like magic. Everybody may choose different paths to get to God. At the end of the day, that's their path. And you don't have to participate or you don't have to understand it to allow them and have them space to do what they want to do. As long as it's not something that's going against like or creating evil or creating something that you feel like is something you don't want to be a part of, then you cannot shame a person or or put your personal biases onto them, making them internalize what they're doing. That's working for them. That's helping them out. And now they're, you know, now you're putting those, you're projecting your personal opinions onto them and they're internalizing that. And now you've stepped in the way of something that may have been healing and improving them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, allow people to, to create their foundation and faith, however they see fit. For me, I like to choose, um, I, I believe in God. You know, I like to refer to my higher power as God, but everybody can say whatever they want. They want to say universe creator, uh, a tree. I don't really care. You know, it's, it's whatever. Just create a sense of faith in God and a sense of faith within yourself. Um, recognize dissociation. So a lot of times because of how much we've internalized everything and we've repressed our emotions so much that we dissociate from our whole being, And we just go into this la-la land or this space in our mind that is not healthy. And so we start creating this, how can I say, constantly in this uh, reality of illusions because our mind is constantly keeping us repressed, repressed, repressed. And we're now detaching from our reality. And now we're deflecting and maybe uh, trying to say that, Something else is the cause of what we're going through instead of what it really is. And so the more and more you create that space for you and you create that that um freedom to just be and you start to dismantle those fears and release those fears of judgment and, you know, release the guilt and release the shame of for who you are, the more you can mentally gain control and you don't and you can be more present. The ability to be present is extremely detrimental and extremely, I mean, I'm sorry, not detrimental, extremely essential in being, and being in healing. It's, it's a great thing. Once you are able to actually be in your body and be in that moment of what's going on, not worrying about the past, not fearing the future, just actually getting in where what's happening right now. Where am I? Am I conscious right now? What's going on right now? Uh, Let me tap into my senses. Let me tap into my breath. Breath Breath work is a very good way to, you know, center yourself and get into that present moment. Just that moment of stillness to just recognize what's going on and realizing that it's not as chaotic as your mind is making it seem. And everything is okay. Everything is always okay. You're just going through something and it's only temporary uh, you know, grounding in that, knowing that it's only temporary and that feelings are a road map. They're not the destination. Like they're, they're there to help you along on your journey and to, you know, realize things that you need to learn. And sometimes they're just there because that's part of your human experience and it's there and you just need to validate it. You just need to give it space. Sometimes it's not a lesson that you're learning out of feeling, or, you know, you just need to feel it. And that is okay. Um, But yeah, the dissociation is basically extreme to me, extreme distractions. It could be addictions. It can be coping mechanisms that are unhealthy Um, solutions to kind of gain awareness of what you may be running from or distracting yourself from is fasting, fasting, some kind of uh, addiction or uh, behavior, you know, or food or whatever to kind of gain self-awareness. Like I said, stay ready so you don't, you don't have to get ready. The more and more you know how your mind works, how your body works, how your behaviors work, the more and more you can recognize um, what's going on with you. Like, And I mean holistically, so we'll get into that more and more. Um, the next one is shifting your perspective to life. This is what I feel like is transmuting. It basically, changing something that ne- was once perceived as negative negative to not necessarily positive but it just is what it is you're accepting it more for the lessons that it may have um been and that way you can release that story. You don't have to carry that story because what we don't realize is the baggage that we carry is in the form of the stories that we've been telling ourselves, the narratives that we've been telling ourselves, the the things that we've internalized from people. So Sometimes like say you know you may feel like you grew up in a family where you didn't hear I'm proud of you a lot or um, you know I love you a lot or you may not have had a lot of a physical touch or affection and you may have internalized that if something was wrong with you and it's not something else wrong with you that was just a part of your journey that made you stronger that gave you the trials and tribulations that gave you the testimony that you can teach with me right here being on this podcast right now is a testament to the things that I've gone through in my life equipped me with the tools to help you uh, help others with what they may be dealing with. It's like each one teach one. We're all here to help. And the more and more people are conscious of that and the more and more messengers that get out there, the more and more we can prevent the survival mode and we can start really shifting the um unity consciousness is shifting the next generation so they don't have to go through as many things the more and more we can empower ourselves we can become the parents and the change we want to see so you you know align with your higher self to see a bigger picture it makes issues seem much smaller than you know than your mind can make them sometimes your mind makes things a little bit bigger than what it is and and really sometimes you got to say it's not that serious or like a Levan says so what now what I know it may, seem, it may seem harsh or like tough love, but sometimes you need tough love and, and it is so what now what? You know, allow yourself to go through that moment, but now, okay, you've gone through it. Just how can you reflect? How can you learn from it and look at it for what and just take it for that? Don't take it for anything deeper than that. Um, My next one is coming out the spiritual closet. Now, I'm going to do a whole video on coming out the spiritual closet because there are many aspects and layers to this. But it has a lot to do with integrating um, your shadow, having compassion, um, having family meetings. If you're sensitive to projections and energies of concern, stress, worry, fear, judgment, cultivating a safe space to just be um, this human experience and learn your lessons, evolve, change, be, you know, creating these. Meetings or confessions or venting that express how your feelings of guilt and shame around expressing yourself, you know, and healing the way you authentically and naturally heal. Needing a safe space to just be whatever that may look like wherever you are at that moment to gain support from those closest to you Um, vent work. With healthy inner dialogue, if you can't find that space, being able to create that space within yourself, and I have another video that I made just attached to it, it may seem redundant, but like I said, you can never hear uh, solutions too many times. Sometimes you need to hear things multiple times. Um, So yeah, you've been with a healthy inner dialogue or with a safe person, a therapist, whatever. The next one I have is you humble your pride um, slash ego. Basically, there is wisdom in everything. Don't block your blessings by feeling like you know everything. If you walk around life feeling like you know everything, you'll never know anything. You'll never know, learn, or be a beginner or be a student to life. You'll never have this curiosity, this childlike wonder that really leads you to the answers you need because you have this defense up so much. You feel like you know it and you're taking things too personally when people are really just trying to give you constructive criticism, when people are really just trying to give you tips that work for them. It's not an end-all, be-all. Sometimes it's just a suggestion. Just take it as a suggestion. And not a personal hit at who you are It's okay to be To not To be ignorant to, to something You know what I mean Like when you when you fear asking questions Because everybody wants to call you out And make you feel dumb Because you don't know something The more and more you feel good about like Nigga, you're right, I don't know I, and you're right. I don't know. The more and more you just like, I don't know. And that's cool. And then you can't make me feel no type of way because I don't know the answer to this question. Or I never knew because I was never taught this. The more and more you take those fears away from judgment away and you make them look dumb. You know what I mean? Like you, you sitting up here trying to make me feel bad because I don't know something. You know, just as teachers, there's no stupid question because a question that goes unasked, you will never know. So how are you going to heal? You know, as a as African Americans, we 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 are behind in the race. You know, we haven't been taught a lot of these things, and so we go out into this world. We try to heal. We try to make ourselves better. And people, and within our own community, you know, we're this monster mentality. This 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 need to be, you know, the aggressor. You know, just beating each other down consistently, perpetuating the agenda to keep our spirit down. It's like, you know we want to clown everybody. We want to make them feel bad and it's like why are we doing that? Like we're starting from scratch. A lot of people have no foundation. They have not been taught these basic things. These essential things of for life have not been taught in school. They don't teach spirituality. They don't teach emotional management. They don't teach uh mental health. They don't teach these things in school. So why is it when we're out here seeking help and seeking the resources, we are being we're, we're fearing we're going to be clowned? I'm telling you right now, let that go and have your little dialogue or whatever you're going to say ready for when somebody try to step at you wrong and and make you feel bad about asking help or not knowing something. That is okay. Because guess what? They probably didn't even know either. We all out here trying to do our best and and, and make the best of what life has given us. So there's no need to have any guilt or shame attached to you wanting to better yourself. Drop that right now. Um. And that just goes right into my next one, allowing space for help, love and support, open your heart in the same way that you want that, you know, you got to give that as well. You can't make somebody feel dumb for asking a question that you may feel like, what you don't know that you this you grown you don't know that we all out here children we all out here wounded children we all out here have an inner child that is wounded and we trying to be adults the more and more you realize that the more and more you can have this compassion which to me is like a loving understanding and acceptance the more and more you just realize that and stop trying to play like you just so grown and you just know everything and because you think you're supposed to we're all out here feeding each other feeding our minds these false narratives putting ourselves in boxes and thus we're putting each other in boxes when really we're all at the same space. We're all trying. We're all just doing the best we can. And the more and more we take that mask away, that persona of being perfect or being good or being, uh, knowing it, knowing it all and having all the answers, the more and more we can cultivate true actual healing. Um, what else do I have? Asking for allies with privilege to pioneer your efforts to educate and destigmatize the cultural ignorance within the community and generations before you. So sometimes you have to recognize your privilege and recognize that other people have privilege. And when you have privilege, use it to help people. I don't know, you know, my privilege may be the fact that I did, you know, get, um, uh, a diverse cultural background within my, you know, education. So I do have that ability to relate to multiple types of cultures, you know, versus like a man may have the privilege of being a man. So, especially as a black man, sometimes we need our black man to step up and just, you know, um, speak up for, you know, the needs and, and the concerns that women go through so that it can validate us more and so that we can see that there's compassion amongst our, the sexes and not this divide and conquer and, you know, vice versa for women, you know, stepping up for men and not always men, women hating men and, and this depiction of men hating women, but more the depiction of our black men and women loving each other and having compassion for each other and meeting each other where they're at so that we can actually learn and heal. And that goes into a whole video I'm going to do on on cultivating divine partnership and, um, you know, redefining black love. I kind of already said this, but basically, once again, cultivating a safe space to just be, feel, change, grow, evolve. This vent work, this storytelling, this confessing to heal is all to me essential. It has been very liberating for me and empowering for me. So I'm not telling you nothing that I don't try to use within my um within my own journey. Now, this is a long list, so it's not saying do it all. It's saying, you know, take notes, um, pick and choose one or few things, you know, a couple things. Um, Another one, vibrate high. For people who kind of understand that spiritual lingo, it's just kind of saying, elevate your spirit, do things that lift your spirit, that raise your vibration. Because when you're doing that, you're ultimately putting yourself at a higher frequency that Let's love in, that lets this light in, that helps you along on a healing process, uh, just naturally. Basically, like I said, you know, just elevating and liberating that spirit. Things that you can do is laugh, dance, cook, sing, um, love your family, you know, family time, hanging with friends. Um, it can be as superficial as spiritual wanted to be. Like, Superficiality is a mindset. If you give it, if you set intentions, if you give it a deeper meaning, it can transcend this superficial, you know, worldly materialistic thing. If you, you know, maybe where you're at right now is getting your nails done, getting your hair done, or uh or um just dressing, getting fresh, swag. Swag don't people don't realize how much swag can elevate your spirit and, and boost self confidence. Mirror work. It may be in the mirror doing affirmations. Or for me, I like to just take pictures, you know, get you know, put on a cute outfit, or something cute or sexy, and take pictures, you know, um, channeling that, uh, that divine feminine energy, that, that sacral energy, that creative energy, so, um, just looking cute, you know, do, do whatever you do, you know, men, get your, go get that fresh cut, go get bolded up, go do whatever you gotta do, um, play some sports, b-box, hula I swear, it, it's any, there's no limits to it, whatever, however, simple, however, extreme, however, enlightening it is or basic it is it doesn't matter whatever is helps you vibrate high, do it um the next one manage your body physiological needs hunger diet water your hormones and nutrients fatigue rest and your environment your fitness this is just more the physical aspect like i said i'm all about holistic wellness and to elevate and liberate the spiritual, the spiritual aspect, you know, the activism side of it to fight for the spirit. The spirit cannot be elevated without a holistic approach. So, you know, physical, just as important as everything else. And, you know, I kind of already touched on affirmations and mirror work, um, manage and maneuver through moods quickly, surrender to the emotion, knowing it's temporary. Um, like I said, energy in motion, that's kind of uh, another thing to help with um, any kind of tough moods, tough um, energies. Um, everything is temporary, you know. Even depression. These are these are moods. These are things that come around when maybe something is being neglected. Something is um, or you, you're overworking. Maybe you just need to stop. Maybe you just need a break, you know, in this grind culture, that's, that's good. But like I said, it's all a balance. It's a dance. Do a little grind work for a couple of days and take a week off or take a day off or take some hours off. It's, it's always a balance. It's knowing that it doesn't have to be extreme because my human design is I'm really like extreme. I'll go crazy with something like Say I'm, um, how, how can I explain this? I may get into a mode where I'm, um, shopping and now, now I want to get every type of tea instead of just one tea. I said, I wanted to to start drinking tea and I don't went from getting one tea to 20 teas in my cart. <laughs> it's like, you have to understand your, your, beh- your, how can I say your human design as well. And so I know that because my human design is a very not knowing when enough is enough, I I regulate that because I have that self-awareness, and that's why I say the dance and the balance is having that awareness and just, you know, staying ready so you ain't got to get ready, staying in that driver's seat and knowing when to allow someone else up there in the passenger seat to, to give you some advice to keep you company. The ego is okay to come up there sometimes because it could be your your partner that gas you up and make that trip and that journey real fun. They may get you turned up when you in the you know in the low mode, but then you know they start talking dumb. You know now nah, I'm gonna need you to get to the back, step back, go on back to the back seat now, cause you you you're saying a little bit too much and I don't, I don't really like what you're saying. So just knowing that you have that control, you're in the driver's seat. You're able to um, shift any type of energy and thought and emotion and feeling that you have because you're in the driver's seat you're in control you're the alchemist you're the shifter of energy but um yeah and going on to inner child wounds the inner child is located in the root chakra that first chakra it's all of the things that we've internalized as a child you know for maybe feeling like we were rejected feeling like we were felt abandoned, or we were punished, or reprimanded, or shunned, all of these deep feelings. And a lot of times, the uh, inner child communicates through sensations. So, um, you know, you may feel tension, you may feel, don't label it with, oh, I'm feeling stressed. Literally go down deeper and say, what am I feeling right now? Right now, I'm feeling, objectively, I'm feeling this tension in my shoulders. I'm feeling uh, tension in my head. I'm feeling you know, pulsating in my uh, body. I'm feeling tingly. What are the, what's happening right now? Why are you feeling like this? Does, uh, working on your career, does that trigger you? Because I realized that was a trigger for me because, you know, you know, as African Americans giving meaning to our life ha- does have a lot to do with success, does have a lot to do with monetary gain because we have these fears of, you know, financial, uh, in- uh scarcity and like, uh, not having enough and, you know we want to find meaning because we have been so oppressed for so long so financial and career success is important because our lineage may not have a lot of that versus for somebody else who they're where they're at in their journey they may have enough of that so they may feel like i don't have to focus so much on um my career goals to give me meaning in life i can focus on another aspect of life accepting wh- where you are and and that's okay but you know when you have that awareness like okay How can, in the communication of the inner child is, you know, you can put your hand on your heart. You can say, you know, I'm feeling tension right now. How can I validate my inner child? You know, you can say things like, I'm feeling scared right now and that's okay. Or my inner child is feeling scared right now. If you don't want to attach to that and, you know, and it's okay. Reparenting is giving your inner child and yourself the things that you did not get as a child, when you, when you were crying about something, you may have been told, stop all that crying or quit all that whining or, uh, you, you're, you're a big boy, you're a big girl or whatever, like that's enough. And because, you know, your parents were going through a lot of the things that they were going through and they couldn't handle these big emotions, these big feelings, you know, because maybe they had two jobs, maybe they were struggling, maybe they had an abusive partner, maybe they, uh, did what is called displacement. So they're putting their frustrations and and all that negative energy onto a person who is less threatening because they couldn't they couldn't get crunk with their boss so they come home and they yell at you all of these things that kind of created these inner child wounds now you can recognize them through the sensations within your body because you're becoming more aware um recognize the ancestral wounds sometimes uh as i reflect i'm i think deeper and i'm like how could this i call myself a theorist because a lot of it, we don't know. We were not there during slavery. We were not there during these times, but it's easy to come to, um, you know, maybe theories or assumptions of how things may have been. And sometimes I use my reflections on, you know, the ancestors because I do want to venerate them. And I do, as I heal my, my mind, I know that the ancestors that live within me, that reside within my energy and my spirit, their consciousness elevates as well. And that's how I give them the healing within their spiritual journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and as I do certain videos, you know, on sisterhood, motherhood and whatever, I do kind of reflect back on that's part of my breakdown is the ancestral theory. So I really won't go into it much, just kind of like, but, you know, being aware of ancestral rules or ancestral traits that you may be carrying that may make you a certain way. Maybe your, your feelings towards money, um, Maybe something that we care as, you know, through our oppression and through, you know, um, creating a new life and all of these things. So this is just another part of helping you be able to do these self-assessments and reflections. And I can kind of break down my method, the method that I use, which is always changing. Um, (laughs) But right now, the way I've kind of broken it down is reflect reframe reparent rebuild rest and regain power all the re's so in reflection you contemplate journal meditate anything that quiets the mind or ego Okay, and that's, and I was saying the the reflection is more like looking on what could have been the root. Cause I always say when you get to the root, you find a solution. So that contemplation, it doesn't mean you have to contemplate on every or reflect on every single thing that you go through. This is just like those big feelings that are constantly like pounding on you, pounding, like you can't get past them. This, this one thought, you may need to, you know, heal through that, and that may uh, take some reflection. Next is reframing. I kind of talked about earlier. That's that transmuting, that shifting of the perspective. You change your thought to alter your energy, your perspective. That's the alchemy. That's the form of transformation. Then you have reparent. Reparenting, I just talked about that. The inner child, reteaching, relearning. As you have this self-awareness, things are going to awaken and you're going to have to relearn how to validate your emotions, validate your feelings um, accept it for what it is. Go with the flow. Surrender to it. These are things that we and practices that we were not, may, may not have been taught as children. So, whatever you lacked as a child that you didn't get, you have to give that to yourself and seek that, um, for maybe other people who, who have a further level of consciousness or enlightenment or awareness you know, like I said, we're kind of behind in the race. So it's okay to seek help from people who have been able and blessed to have that awareness of certain things that we may not have been, that we may have been deprived or suppressed from. Um, a lot of these natural holistic teachings and our, and our practices were stripped from us as African-Americans. I feel like we really feel abandoned and we feel lost and confused. So that's why we need to allow each other the space to choose whatever path and modality and, uh, uh, spiritual practice we want because we don't really feel maybe connected to any, anyone. It may just because you're African-American, you may not be pulled to the African-American practices and you shouldn't be shamed for choosing another type of practice that may be outside of your race. Um, you know, because maybe that's not what's resonating with your soul and that's okay. But it's like, that's what I'm saying. Just reteaching and relearning and allowing yourself that space to be whatever you need to be. And then you have rebuild the root The foundation is the root. The root is your sense of self. So by relearning to redefine, redefining is going to be extremely essential in, in healing the black community because it's going to be giving you that freedom to be how you want to be. That's what I'm saying. Like your relationship may not look like every relationship, your black love, uh, may not look like a relationship, your friendships, your sisterhood may not look like every relationship, your parenting, your motherhood, your fatherhood may not look like every parent. So they redefining for you is going to be empowering for you because it's going to now allow you to step outside of the lines and the outdated belief systems that may not serve you. It does not mean that they're wrong. It means that it's not serving you. I always say I have a traditional belief system, but I have a very open mind and free spirit that cultivates balance for me and a free-flowing energies and you know and and behaviors and um, just allow me to feel n- less pressure and it integrates the shadow if need be so you know as you're healing things that you may have once perceived as bad or, or wrong or whatever you can now incorporate them and know that it's just a part of you give it you no know, more light when you Shine a light on a shadow, what happens? It automatically goes away. Shadows are not to be perceived as bad, but they can pop up if you're not, how can I say, honoring something within yourself. If you're neglecting yourself in some way, and you know, your shadow's like, you know what, I had enough. Let me step up in this driver's seat because you ain't doing what you need to do. You letting these people run all over you, you, you. You know what I mean? You ain't establishing boundaries. So, you know, this alter ego finna come out. This, uh, this shadow finna come out, the B-I-T-C-A's finna come out, the the hood, the hood nigga finna come out, the the gangster finna come, you know, it's finna pop off, because you're not staying in that driver's seat, you're not, you're neglecting yourself in some way, so, um, but like I said, yeah, rebuilding that root, and as you learn and heal, and redefine, you, you're solidifying your foundation, as this is my belief system, this is what sustains me, and that's what it is, and, with the, you know, the possibility that it can always be changed, that it can always evolve, that it can always grow. That, that gives me so much, um, sustainability. Um, also resting, resting if need be in the healing process, sometimes sleep, intentional sleep to gain, you know, healing in that way is, is needed. And then, At the end, you regain the power by remaining level-headed and open-hearted to truly transcend, to truly get past that human experience, whether it be an emotion, an event, anything. That's the transit phase. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the transit phase is like, think of that analogy of the car I always go to during traffic. What can you do to make that moment go by faster or easier? And then once you get past it, you you transcended that space. You've, you've left that block, and now you're turning on another block. Now you're in another phase of your life. You got through it, doing whatever you had to do. Um, next, establish. This goes with the root, but it's establishing the foundation. It involves all the selves. <laughs> like I had all the reads, now we got all the selves. All the selves is self-love, self-awareness, self-confidence, self-acceptance self compassion, self regulation, self accountability. All the stuff you can think of because self is wealth. The more and more you're in tune, the, like I said the destiny, the the journey is mastering self. It's not about anything that's going on outside of you. It's about your perspective and how you are interpreting the reality that's going on out outside of you. And once you start breaking down the mental illusions and the mental constructs within your mind that don't serve you, the more and more you'll be able to see life for what it is and that it's not as bad as, it, as you think and the more and more you'll be able to be present. So that's why all of these selves is important because you stop pointing fingers at other people and you start taking that accountability, that self-accountability and realizing that you have the power to be a co-creator of your reality. You are in the driver's seat. Everything is is about you, but not in a life is revolving around me, narcissistic, egotistical type of way. But it's more like you have the control to shift your energy, shift your mindset, shift all of these things so that you can take control of your life and not be in survival mode. And you can be in thrival mode and you can, you know, come back to center and not be in fight or flight 24-7. Next, I have, um, Knowing that, as I was saying, like when you redefining like your work, your job, motherhood, societal roles, labels that make us depressed, it's how you elevate and free the spirit to becoming something that is not what we are uh, conditioned to believe it is. Um, Changing that idea that all the has to be, um, the must, or have to, or the shoulds to I choose to gain your autonomy and empower yourself in life, you have choices. You, you, the life you want, you're choosing, you know, sometimes you may feel like you're going through this, uh, midlife crisis or you feel like, uh, I'm, I'm sacrificing or I'm, I'm not doing what I want to do, but in life, sometimes you do have to compromise to, especially when you're coexisting or you're in a relationship or you in a, any kind of relationship, there are gives and takes and. To, to, to get out of the narrative of, of looking at it as I'm just sacrificing so much and creating these feelings of resentment or bitterness, you can change the narrative to I'm choosing to do this because what I'm gaining is more than what I'm losing. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just kind of a way that I reframe certain things in my life uh, to gain my autonomy and empower myself. Um, basically letting go of the labels, the negative connotations, which is like the meanings behind words. And that goes with that redefining too. Whenever you shift the word, like people say to, to me to transcend like feelings of or fears, I always, uh, change the connotation. So like I have fears of being perceived as crazy or weird, like in the bad way. So to me, or like people use, um, the word nappy nappy can be perceived as bad, but the way you gain your your power is by looking at nappy is you redefine it. Yeah I'm nappy or will. Or oh, yeah I'm crazy, but you want to be around my craze behind, don't you? I, I keep you laughing or oh yeah I'm weird or you know what I'm saying all these things you're redefining it so so that you have control over that word now. That word no longer defines you. Kind of like the word like N I G G A like or I mean nigger. You know, we appropriated it and kind of changed it to nigger to kind of like gain like our own definition, like you can't define us. We gave it an empowering meaning, you know what I'm saying? And um, also letting go of the social norms or the expectations of things. And that's, that goes with, that's how you redefine is you're letting on of social norms and expectations or the fears of judgment or rejection or abandonment. How many parents out here, you know, you feel like you got to reprimand or discipline your child a certain way that's more acceptable based on your environment. I don't want to spank my child or I don't want to uh you know yell at them or humiliate them in, in front of people. That's my parenting style. Do have I done it before? Yes. And I'm not portraying myself as perfect, but my point is I'm working towards a better way of parenting, you know, and not what I feel like we have been taught is is what's what's going to get them to listen or what's going to get them to be a certain way or um, training them. I don't believe in them. Like I I look at my son, like I said, as his own free spirit. Yes. I teach him discipline and boundaries, but my way, I feel like is a more respectable, uh, loving, compassionate way, a more understanding way. Um, so yeah, just kind of not allowing people to project their own conditioning and programming onto you. That's Take them for what they are. You can respect their stuff, but the same way you're respecting them, you got to demand the respect too. You can respect, Oh, uh, you want to whip your child and you want to yell at them or talk to them crazy, fine, i respect it, whatever. But I'm not going to be around it for too much long, but that's just, you know, I'm, I'm going to respect it. If, uh, or I must step up and say something about it. Like we have to start, you know, standing up for, our, for children as well. But you know, or, but like the same way, I need you to respect me. This video is getting extremely long. <laughs> And it's getting, I want to say off topic, because like I said, these are all solutions that I feel like I just have so many notes for. You can stop this. You can listen to it while you're on a treadmill, but there's a lot of gems in here. And I just kind of feel like it's encompassing of everything. And it was just hard for me to detach it because like I said, there's so much interconnectivity. It's holistic. It's hard for me to separate these things. It's all valid. Um, I kind of talked about holistic wellness checks on another video. But um basically is the idea that it's mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. Um I talked about looking into the ashwagandha, magnesium, valerian root, these things that kinda um I, you know, I'm learning that can help with the nervous system. The vagus nerve, which is called the trauma nerve. Um I I you know, I listened to the holistic psychologist. You can, you know, check her out too. Um get some insight, everything is suggestive, even what I say is suggestive, you know, so, you know, we're learning, we're constantly learning as a society, so as things come up, you know, each one teach one, and I just try to do the the legwork so you don't have to, but a lot of these things kind of help with that nervous system getting us out of that fight-or-flight mentality, Um, you know, looking at nutrition, you know, some people say no gluten, sugar, or processed food, or caffeine, because they kind of rev up the nervous system or whatever um breath work is a a really essential and quick way to be present and to have the alchemy of your emotions that deep belly breathing so you want to kind of i do like several ways there's several types of breath work but you can breathe in through your um nose but like your belly is extending like a balloon and so as you're breathing in you hold it for like, you know, four seconds um, and then you release it slowly through your mouth and you deflate the belly like a balloon for four seconds. So it's like inhale four, hold for four, exhale for four. That's that's a basic one. You can look into other different ones. They got different counts for uh, different kinds of reactions you want within the body. Then you have meditation, you have sunlight. I'm not going to, I can't tell you guys enough how much going out in the sun for a walk, run, whatever, how grounding and how much that sunlight, that vitamin D, that whatever, man, it just really changes your mood. You need vitamin D and vitamin D, especially within a melanated community, helps with your mood. Um, we have all of these endorphins, uh, and you know, I don't really know all about it, but you can look more into like these um, hormones or things that are released within the body. They kind of help regulate your mood. So, you know, laughter does something, you know, uh, sex, oxytocin, uh, serotonin, like all of these types of things that are released within our body, they help regulate our mood. So, you know, doing more research into that um, journal, journaling is extremely helpful to me. Everybody's different. You may be resistant, but I promise you, try to do it. That's another way to regulate and release your feelings. Because even if, if you're not at a space where you can just express them like physically, like crying or screaming or whatever, deep breathing, then maybe just writing it is a good start. Um, next I have sleep, rest, do nothing. <laughs> That's very important because sometimes we have these addictions and they're we've rationalized them because like oh well I'm just working um I, I I'm I'm doing this I'm doing that but there's still distractions because you're running from something so sometimes just sleep rest and doing nothing stillness so you have nowhere to go within your body you know that you need that um, another one that I feel like people don't talk about a lot is having fun a cheat day binge watch something do something fun that's just i'm used for lack of a better word just stupid fun just it don't have to be serious you don't have to be healing 24 7 you're gaining strength and awareness okay but sometimes it's time for a break just just relax chill out you know what i'm saying so smoke smoke sweet do what you gotta do i'm not judging have a glass of wine do what you gotta do go out to the club if you have to like just have fun. Like it's no rules about it. Body awareness. Um, what sensations arise? I already talked about that with the inner child boundaries, uh, establishing boundaries, emotional, mental time, energy, mental, physical. Um, I mean, um, I'm sorry. I say mental twice. I meant to say material. These are all types of different boundaries that you may have. You know, for me, I like having my own little spaces in my house, you know, you know how to have like his and her sinks and stuff. So <laughs> it's like his or her side of the sink. So I just like, you know, having my little space, that's, that's me. I have my little nook, my little office space where I just, a place where that's mine, like, you know, and, and that's okay. These are things that help keep my sanity. I like organization. These are things, these are boundaries that I have to help keep my sanity. Um, Sometimes I can't always uh, give advice and that's for my mental, I'm I'm not at a state. Those are establishing boundaries. That's what I'm saying. So you have to ask people to hold space for you because you don't know where they are mentally. Um, And then I'm going to get back to the trauma nerve, which is the vagus nerve I talked about. So our body has two responses, like the sympathetic response is more of that um, fight or flight. Mode, which is good because you may need it for survival and but we're not in the wilderness <laughs> we don't need that intense survival mode and a lot and a lot of us have post-traumatic stress disorder trauma uh post-traumatic slave syndrome all of these things that are keeping us in the sympathetic in the sympathetic overdrive you know what i mean and so it's a hyperactive fight or flight never really been able to come down in the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the more calmer, the more rationalized uh, way of seeing things. Hopefully I'm kind of like saying that right. But like I said, you, you're you getting the idea of you trying to get out of the survival fight or flight mode to more of a calm homeostasis, a balanced mode. And, how, and what you're trying to do is how to learn over time how to activate and deactivate um, those that that mode so that you're more control of your responses. And, you know, the holistic psychologist, she talks about ways that you can tone or activate the tip of the vagus nerves. And so she uses, uh, she says, gargling, singing or chanting, laughter, um, yoga, breathe, breath work, um, movement. It doesn't have to be strenuous. All of these things kind of help activate and control like um, that a fight or flight and that that mode so basically what you're trying to do is over time cultivate a a resilience um the body's ability to retain ourselves back to a normal regulation of you stress then you activate then you deactivate when the threat or stressor is gone trying to develop recovery post-stress So most of us are not giving our bodies a chance to enter that recovery mode. So essentially to heal from trauma that is housed in the, in the body. So it it, like, basically it's essential to, to heal that trauma within the body by doing these things to help activate that and deactivate that, giving yourself an actual, uh, downtime from this feeling like all this pressure and all this, uh, anxiety or whatever, you know, these extreme fight or flight modes that we're in we are okay Grounded in the fact that you know that you are safe that's part of the foundation too you know with the daily affirmations i have an affirmations thing you know you are safe you are divinely guided and protected everything is okay you're not in slavery anymore your mind is keeping you enslaved you're not there there's no one after you it's okay you know what i'm saying so um other things I have is organized, clean. I love to do that when I'm feeling stressed. Um, do nothing without intention. Make the mundane have, I have a video on that too, make the mundane have meaning and give it a deeper meaning. And believe it or not, you, you have skeptics that won't understand this, but the more and more you awaken to the energies and the spirit, spirituality, you'll see that these things really are empowering. and they really do help. What you believe is your reality. You have that power. So once you start to see it work and and really ingrain that in your belief system, it will make differences in your life. And, um, you know, obviously releasing the energy, allowing yourself to go through it. I kind of touched on that already declaring out loud or journal without guilt, shame or self judgment. So I like to say I kind of mentioned that I like to say out loud sometimes, you know, okay, I'm feeling a little anxious right now and that's okay. Is there anything that I can do for myself at the moment? No. Well, let me just sit with this emotion. Let me, or if there is, okay, how can I go about validating or solving um, this problem at the moment? So just kind of being able to assess what you need to do at that moment. Um, Question, don't assume why. When you start to assume, and I always say assuming is the devil, because we always assume the worst. These things kind of can perpetuate emotions or or exacerbate or make the, the scenario bigger than what it is because you're assuming things. So it's okay to ask questions. You know, if you're in your head about something, it's okay to say, Hey, I was kind of like, is everything okay with you? Or are we good? Or, um, you know, am, or am I, do you feel like our friendship is going somewhere? Do you feel like our relationship is going? like, it's okay to ask these questions because if you're having doubts or assumptions, the more and more you just keep them in your head and you don't, Assess them rationally the more and more they they become bigger illusions of the reality when really you could just be misinterpreting facial expressions you could be misinterpreting body language you have to understand as a human species we're very de-evolved and we're getting worse because of how technology is advancing but we're very illiterate I'm pretty sure it's not the right word but we're just like very ignorant to emotions and behaviors and expressions and because we're not we don't feel safe to feel these things so when you don't know anything, you're it's an ignorance. So think about how much you could be misinterpreting the things around you in the reality of a person having a resting, you know, BITCH face or just a, a melancholy face because we've been trained that happy only looks one way. Now you're thinking this person is not happy. So you see how all these things can create illusions in your head and you start and those illusions create these thoughts and false narratives that are not serving you. They're only putting you deeper in these states of paranoia, um, bitterness, resentment or judgment instead of just getting it out and just saying, hey, is you good? Or let me text you. Oh, this person ain't texting back. I text them. Let me text them again. Hey, did you get my text? It's fluke. Things happen. Sometimes God's spirit is testing you to see like, okay, how dependent are you? Do you need validation? Validation, Like there's things, there's so many processes that can be going on why things are happening. So try to see things from a higher perspective instead of assuming the worst. Like I said, stay out of that black and white mentality. Know that there's multiple options. Know that a thought can be changed. Know that that narrative, that, that story that you're telling yourself, you can always change that story. And you have that's part of ego work and, um, look into the, ho- I also have a blog on, um, ego work on, um, my social media page, the spiritual activist, or You can also follow the holistic psychologist. She talks, that's her whole MO is ego work. So, um, you know, look into that, um, whatever, but just know that you always can change that story into something that makes you feel better. You can ask yourself, how does this narrative, how does this story make me feel? Okay, it's making me feel fear. What can I do to give myself more, you know, security? Because at the end of the day, you don't know. You're assuming. And a lot of times we we so stuck in assuming that we really think it's truth. It's rarely facts out here in this world, people. It's mostly theories, opinions, personal truths, you know, whatever. So you have to be aware of that within yourself. And the last one is about grief. Knowing that um, you don't have a time frame to grieve things. Even as you're going through things, you can grieve old versions of yourself. Um, you can grieve in any way you want. And if it's like a loved one, you can put in memoriams, Like You can talk about this person as much as you want. Don't let anyone tell you when it's time to move on. It's time to move on when it's time to move on. And, or it's time to move on when now is debilitating you and it's keeping you stagnant. But the more and more you're free to express yourself, I feel like the more you can, you can grieve as you're moving. That's a misconception. People think that because you're going through something, you're not moving. No, the more aware you are and you're allowing yourself that space, you can know that you're going through it. As you're moving along. You know what I'm saying? Because you've given yourself that space to do that. But I think in this video, roughly under an hour, um, I will do another one. Um, I think I get a little bit more specific on uh, managing emotions. Because like I said, I feel like this is something that we lack in a lot of our households within the black community. Maybe I'm just speaking from... My perspective as a black person, so this could be a universal thing, but I know that, you know, our parents may have gone through struggles that may have been a little different because, you know, the pressures that we have from feeling unwanted in society. Um, But yeah, so that's all I'm going um, to get into, guys. It is okay to feel. And this is, these are the solutions to get through the storm, how to weather the storm, to see the rainbow All right, guys, as always, someone who cares, a spiritual activist, peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. Keep God first. I love you guys. Peace out.